Hello listeners and welcome to another episode of Love is Everywhere, the podcast. The show where I give comedians assignments of things that are supposed to make you happier. And then we talk about it and we find out how it went. Today's guest is Alan Shane Lewis. Oh boy, I have been trying to get him on this podcast forever. It finally worked out and oh boy was it ever worth the wait. So nice to have this conversation with him. His assignment uh, was about mindfulness and dealing with the feelings of overwhelm. Uh, so it's a grounding exercise, a really easily applicable one. Uh, if you want to put this one in your toolbox, uh, it's a nice and easy one to do with uh, big, great results. He found it very helpful. We talk about that. Uh, we talk about just feeling overwhelmed in general, um, how hard it is to get back to emails and text messages. Uh, we talk about sea creatures <laughs> for quite some time. Look forward to that. Uh, if you want to support Alan in general, you can follow him on Instagram at, at Alan Shane. If you want to follow him on Twitter, you can follow him at, at the Alan Shane. That's right. Uh, <laughs> um, you can also check him out all over. Uh, give, give that guy a Google, man. He's up to a lot of stuff. He's a really busy dude, and there's a reason, because uh, he is fantastic, so talented, such a great conversation. Uh, if you want to support this podcast in general, you can like, rate, subscribe, um, do a nice needle point, um, uh, and <laughs> give it to your neighbor. Tell them to listen to this podcast. I don't know. Uh, if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at, at Hamiltrace. And in the meantime, please enjoy this conversation with Alan Shane Lewis. Hi, how's it Hi. going? Alan. Hi, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, nice to see you. Nice to see you too. Yeah, it's been a been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we start with an honest, "How are you?" So, how are you doing for real? Um, uh, ebbs and flows. Yeah. I think I've had a lot of good heights and a lot of low moments, but it seems to almost balance itself out. So I'm just kind of. As it goes, kind of taking it, mm -hmm. yeah. Just sitting in the river, going wherever the current's taking you. Essentially, yeah. Just you know, real lazy river, just wherever it goes. So please, uh, right back where I started. <laughs> yeah. Do uh, should we get into your assignment? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, I'm really curious to hear about it. Um, yeah. So my assignment was to anytime I feel like stress, anxiety, any anything like that was to just kind of take myself out of that moment and then just speak about what I'm actually doing. And uh, I actually found this to be very helpful because I've had like a little bit of a, a stressful like two weeks mm -hmm. and uh, I'm not the greatest with communication and emails and that was very stressful to me. But uh, just some days where I'm at the computer and I'm just like saying what I'm doing and not replaying kind of like the negative kind of uh, ish that my brain kind of repeats over and over again it kind of was like okay you're doing it and then I did a couple of tasks and I was like look at that we did it we did That's the great. thing it was done you know it, it you don't have to you can check that mark or that box off your uh, you know your list yeah. of things to do but uh yeah so. oh, I love hearing that mm -hmm. yeah it's supposed to be like it's a mindfulness exercise to just kind of keep you grounded so mm -hmm. a lot of the time we can get sort of overwhelmed with whatever is on repeat in our heads at the moment 
especially if you're somebody who's kind of prone to anxiety, you can get yourself into these like thought spirals. And it's so helpful to just tell yourself what you're physically doing. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm just typing emails. Mm -hmm. I'm just sitting at my desk. That's all it is. That's all that's happening right now. Yeah. Nothing else is actually happening. I can spin all kinds of fantasies about other things that are happening. (laughs) But all that's actually happening in that moment is just that, yeah, you're just typing some emails. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I got I got those on. I I'll even like I'll show you this and see how bad my thing is. Uh whoops, where's the camera? The camera's here. Oh it's, wow. Okay. Yeah. So for for the listeners. So it's what is the not, number on your unread messages right now? For text, it's one ninety two. <laughs> uh for emails it's seventy one thousand. So there's that. That's a thing. Seventy one thousand yeah and it's it's it went down significantly like my my girlfriend went through my my email she's like okay i'm gonna i just have to not see this and then she went through a bunch and like it went down like I want ambitious say, like, woman to oh take yeah it on because this is what the number is after some cleansing after, yeah <laughs> it's, it's but she, even she was like I, i'm gonna get rid of all of it and she couldn't because it's just like there's so much crap that i have in there and it's mm-hmm. ugh, just <laughs> I'm in a podcast. I'm in a podcast. <laughs> you're in a podcast. You're in just a pod- on a podcast. Just in a you're, podcast. That's you're just it. talking to Tracy. Just that's talking to Tracy. That's, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you find, uh, are, are you familiar with the term avoidance coping? Uh, no. Okay. So avoidance coping is when you are overwhelmed or when you're experiencing a stressor uh, to, it's like a maladaptive um, coping technique where to cope with the stress you just avoid the stressor. Yeah. I, so I this, yeah, this is something sounds... that happens a lot with some stuff like emails and, and texts. Mm-hmm. It's like, if that causes you stress, just the, like, it doesn't have to be a stressful message even that you're responding to, just mm-hmm. a friend checking in or something mundane. Um, but you can experience that as a stressor because it's like, oh, now it's a thing on my to-do list. Respond to this message. Yeah. And then you can... Uh, <laughs> try to cope by just avoiding completely and not responding do you lean that way do you think i i think i do i think seventy thousand emails yeah i think that's uh i think that's my game i think that's my my entire i think my my whole playbook is that because i i I get a message and my instinct is like i get it right away Uh, i want to respond to it like um the best way possible yeah and i'm like oh i'm not in the right head like mind space to write it out and then I have to wait for that moment. I'm like, oh crap, I've waited too long. Okay, now you have to make sure it's like the greatest message. And then I'll write it, rewrite it, re- look at it again. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is not right. And like, I don't know what to do. So like, even in like the, like the, the group chats with my family, uh, I'll just show up and then go respond line by line to all these things. I'm like, <laughs> whoa, that's funny. Da, 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 da. And then they'll have me for that moment, but then I will disappear again for like yeah. <laughs> a day or two and show up again with like, whoa, this stuff, this, you know, I'm just like, yeah. Just conversations of past, like old dead stars. Like I like to respond to them. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you just come in for a second and then you disappear like Homer Simpson into the hedge. Yeah. That bush is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you consider yourself an anxious person? Yeah. I think so. Me too. Yeah. Kind of replay a lot of uh, negative energy and memories and. Mm-hmm. Things that like, oh, remember that time like four years ago when you said this very embarrassing thing? Well, this person remembers and they're probably thinking about it right now. And then, yeah, sometimes I'll just let out like an audible sigh. I'm just like, ah, like, and it'll just be 
very cleansing moment of just like, oh, okay. Yeah. It yeah. works a lot better when it's quarantine and you're home alone. So that no one. <laughs> it really does. I definitely have that too. Like I, uh, I'm haunted by like the ghosts of all of my embarrassing memories. Mm-hmm. What's the so oldest like, one you have? The oldest like, one? That kind of like finds itself like replaying. Oh my God. Like it would be old and so embarrassing that I'm like reluctant to share this on my <laughs> podcast that is basically just me oversharing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got some elementary school ones where I'm just like I still think about it I'm like oh, why like let it like no one else remembers yeah. it it's just me but I'm like no I have to hold on to yep. it okay if you if you share one I will share one but no pressure okay well, an elementary see. school it's got to be pretty pretty embarrassing okay yeah uh it I was like I had to have been between five and ten so I'm assuming like six 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 years old probably uh, my dad used to come home late, and every time he came came home late, I would like surprise him. I go like, "Hiya!" and I like surprise him, do something like that. That was like my thing. And then uh, one day he came home, and I was like, "I'm gonna get him! I'm gonna get him so good!" And then I snuck out of like the living room, and I did like "Hiya!" Yeah. So I jump out and I do "Hiya!" to him. That's like the thing. And then he brought home a friend, and that friend happened to be Asian. And I immediately was like, "Oh no! This like don't do that! Like that's like a very like faux pas thing." And at like six, I was like, oh, that was like, and the guy was nice enough to like do it back to me. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. kid, you know, but me internalizing it. I was like, no, no, that was a mistake. I shouldn't have done that. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And I will, I will definitely think about it like randomly and be like, you know, you shouldn't have done that. Like that was, that was the wrong thing to do. And like that person, like that person doesn't like you or something like that, you know? Yeah. When really the reality is that he probably never thought about that again. Nope. He's like, oh, this kid is like just jumping up. I'm like, that's cool. And then he moved on with his day, like his work associates, and they just did work, and that was it. (laughs) Okay, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of one for me that would be comparable. Okay, I have one, but it's something that I, even the, (laughs) it's embarrassing on a few levels. I was not embarrassed about this at the time. It was a very intentional choice at the time. Um, I was only embarrassed about it in hindsight like when I got older and then I remembered that I had done this I was hugely embarrassed and still am to this day does that count yeah that's right oh my god okay (laughs) okay I want to preface this by saying that I was a strange kid (laughs) (laughs) it's a good just like story arc right there listen I was a strange kid (laughs) dot 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 (laughs) I was a strange kid, um, and I was like had a pretty serious television addiction. Uh, like I, wa- I watched a lot of television growing up. Had a single mom, kind of a latchkey kid. Watched a lot of television, and uh, I really loved Third Rock from the Sun. in In the period of this memory, I think I would have been like maybe seven. And I loved, loved, loved Third Rock from the Sun, and uh, I. Th- think that this is a quote from it or or I could have been like misremembering and putting things together but I thought that it was from it I just <laughs> sorry this so I'm like feeling I'm turning red uh one recess I just sort of walked around the schoolyard shouting at the top of my lungs I'm loud and opinionated <laughs> Over and over again. Which character was that? Sally. Sally. (laughs) Just. And then what? 
what a, that's it i just walked the, around for like 15 minutes what was the reaction so of your school chums i don't think i even observed them you're too I was like just, laser focused yeah it was just like in my little world like <laughs> just in the zone just like i am loud and opinionated and it wasn't until years later that i was like oh people think i'm strange <laughs> <laughs> you know what the math yeah <laughs> like what teachers oh, must have thought me. just what is up with this kid <laughs> I, I, I've definitely tried some jokes on like my teachers as like a kid. And I remember my, one of my teachers going, okay. <laughs> and then just like moving on, I was like, oh, well, I should have explained that joke a little better or maybe not have said it at all, you know? <laughs> and then just, and that just like, just ooh, burnt up in there. It, were, were you like a class clown kind of child? Like trying to make uh, laugh? Yeah, I was like, I was like a lot of physical comedy. I like mm -hmm. to like get accidentally thrown into lockers or like my head like hit on a desk. Like that was, anything for everyone like i'm younger or youngest sibling energy like a younger mm -hmm. brother energy like that's what i exude like so yeah anything for everyone to go like whoa what's going on over there like that's that's what i would do did yeah. you get the response that you wanted like yeah did enjoy it yeah like people knew people like yo, yo come 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 and they like throw me into a locker in front of like a teacher or something like mm -hmm. that and people are like what's going on and then one time i remember a friend like he, he faked through me into a desk and i knew the teacher was just about to come he didn't know and he did it and she saw that she's like what are you doing he's like oh no we're just joking and i just like laid on the floor for like a good like 10 seconds pretending i was knocked Alan. out she's like, she's like no no we're joking we're joking i'm like not nah, out nah, playing this and she got so mad he like sent us both out she's like go the hallway both of you and i was like all right sometimes you know you, you gotta suffer for your art you have right? to suffer for it oh man yeah i was like I really wanted to be funny to my peers. I was never funny to my peers. I was only funny to adults. <laughs> <laughs> Some like, would say that's the best audience right there. They're like, okay. this, kid, this kid could go far. <laughs> it was okay. Um, not everything landed, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Gotta try. Hit ratio is probably good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so I want to ask you, uh, as a fellow anxious person, do you find that that affects your comedy or like uh, nerves and stuff like that on stage, off stage with your peers? Like, where does anxiety fit in for you in your comedy world? Um, it it didn't for a while with stand up because like I just kind of knew what I was doing, but now it has because I've taken such like a long break from stand up that, mm -hmm. that I, I'm not where I I don't remember half the jokes. I don't know the the, the, the way they go cadence and anything so i have those nerves now and uh with improv because i'm not i don't do improv but i've been doing improv for like the past year mm -hmm. like every night and i do it with like some really good people so i'm like always nervous about like like you know hold your own you know don't you know don't ruin every scene don't jump in with like here's a good kid and just like <laughs> kind of just bring it to an end so there's been a lot of like uh stress with that like the process of like writing our show that was like that was pretty uh that made me pretty anxious i had like a uh, one of those things called a panic attack mm -hmm. uh, one one day and uh yeah it was just it was a lot but i'm on the other side yeah you are <laughs> yeah, yeah um how do you deal with that stuff when it comes up um i don't know i think i just like if it's like uh improv or anything like that it's just i i sometimes i i'm very hesitant to like jump in on a scene like unless i'm like very certain mm -hmm. um a uh, little, little bit of drinking before the improv, <laughs> you know, just a, a little sip, sipper or two there. 
Um, yeah, just kind of like trying to enjoy it. I think that's the one thing that later in the later latter parts of it was just like, all right, let's let's just have fun out here yeah. and do big, bold characters and kind of trust uh, the people that I was working with. For sure. And it, it tends to go better that way. Yeah, yeah. Like when, when it, you're when actually you're... enjoying it, whether it's improv or stand up. Mm hmm. Because I feel like before it was like, I felt like a tryout. And I'm like, you don't need the stress of a tryout right now. Like, if you're just, if we're all on the same page and we're all doing the same thing, then mm -hmm. there shouldn't be, you know. But then there were still moments where after the show, I'd be like, I'm so sorry for doing that. I shouldn't have. I'm so sorry. And they're like, no, no, it's fine. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, I, I, I was stupid. That was, a, that was a bad choice. I'm sorry. I, did I block you? I didn't mean to. And it's, yeah, but they're always the sweetest and kindest people. So <laughs> improvisers so. are great. Yeah. They are so, so cuddly. <laughs> yeah. So nice. Before every show, I got your back. I was like, what? Yeah. You have my back? Thank you. Stand-ups don't have my back. Yeah. <laughs> they unplugged the mic. No. <laughs> <laughs> it is a very different energy, though. I've, mm. I think about it a lot, and I try to figure out what it is that makes it different. Because I'd like to be able to pull some of the positive energy from the improv world into the stand-up world. Mm -hmm. I think part of it is that improvisers practice privately a lot of the time, right? Like you take classes mm -hmm. and, and things like that, or like you re rehearse and practice as a group. And uh, so you're used to being each other's audience and yeah. each other's only audience. Yeah. So you so have to encourage people like, this is funny. Keep going with that <laughs> by laughing when they're performing. So I think it keeps them a little more present and a little more involved. Also, like when they have like shows, they don't like, yeah, same thing. They don't leave. Like it's the whole show. So yeah. your show is that show. So their mind is all like in that as opposed to stands where like, okay, I'm here. I can I go first. Cool. And then they kind of like dip out and like, yeah. they have more other things that night. But so if you're like working with somebody, like you're doing that whole show with them, you're present, you're trying to make all these different things work. And like at that point, you're just like, yeah, you're totally in it. It's mm -hmm. yeah, the commitment. It's and it's like and like each show feels like uh they always take like nice pictures and like hey everybody and they're all doing it together. I'm like, oh look at that. I remember I used yeah. to do that and then I stopped doing it because I'm like, oh no one else is doing this? Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> 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 yeah. You know? I think sometimes stand-ups are we're also just too uh it's an ego thing. We're like, mm. no, I'm like too cool to care. Yeah. Like no, I don't even cool. care because I'm so <laughs> cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like you care? That's weird. Lame. Care. It's like but we're all like doing public speaking, which is like undeniably the nerdiest thing. So it's like <laughs> yes. we're all under the umbrella of nerd. Let's embrace that nerdness. We're all dorks. Time. Let's yeah. just accept it and be nice to each other. <laughs> yeah, big old dork fest. You, you'll have so much more fun. It's great. It's so much great when you just accept that part of you and you're just like, yeah, this is who I am. It you is know? so much fun, and uh, like. Uh, improvisers the whole thing is that you have to be so present you have to be nowhere else you can't be thinking ahead you have to be just in the moment that you're in so I think it's such a good mindfulness practice that just the experience of paying attention and being present and listening uh, yeah. probably bleeds into the rest of your life a bit like if you incorporate mm -hmm. any kind of mindfulness practice into your life several times a week it's going to naturally kind of take an effect yeah, because you're just like you're sitting there listening. You don't like have your thing you want to say, and then you're like, I'm waiting for this person to finish to say yeah. my thing. It's like, no, where are they going with this? Cool. Mm -hmm. Where can this go within the scene, this context? And it's like, yeah. Yep. And you're just adapting in the moment, and you're just being really present. 
mm-hmm. that's when I find like stand up works the best too is yeah. when I'm able to like really just be there and not be two jokes ahead or beating myself up for that joke that I just said a little bit wrong, not quite the way mm-hmm. that I wanted to, or, oh, I didn't get this laugh wanted. in this part yeah. that I was really hoping for. Uh, when I can just turn off the autopilot and really focus, mm-hmm. it's always better. That was um, um me and the audience. Um, do you do any kind of like mindfulness practice or meditation or anything like that? I do a little bit of CBT. That was yeah. something. Yeah. I'm all about that. Yeah, that's um, it. Just it helps with a lot because um, I I I used to take medication for my depression. Mm-hmm. I don't take it right now just because like it it ran out and I haven't been to like you know doctors and hospitals yeah. in the past couple Fair months. Enough. So a little bit of that, um, yeah. And uh, I like to smoke weed too. That's kind of like my, my it chilling. Also, really yeah. helps. <laughs> yeah, it's. Like why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, like uh, it depends on the person, right? Mm-hmm. Like not and it depends on what you're consuming. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, that can be hugely helpful. Mm-hmm. Hugely helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I have uh I have been on medications as well, on and off. I'm not currently on any medications and I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. Um, it's been a few years since I've been on one. I think that they're helpful. And that if you need a boost and you are too deep in the hole to get out yourself, I think that it is a, a very appropriate thing to do. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that at all. Um, I am in, always interested to talk to comedians who have treated their depression because I know so many comedians who purposefully don't treat their depression yeah. because they think that if they're happy, they won't be funny anymore. Yeah, I was watching like this video essay about that where it's like the idea that the creator is afraid that if they they cure themselves or help themselves in any way, then yeah, that strips them of that creative process. And it's like, that is like, it, it, it's, I can't, I wish I, it's like this wisecrack video. They love to do like philosophies and, and fun videos like that. And uh, yeah, that I remember when I heard that because I, I I had that 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 instinct, that, that very moment because like, mm-hmm. I, before I was like, yeah, I'm like, Thing. like I want like I want to use it as like my superpower this is the, my superpower when I'm like super manic and I'm just yeah. like oh here's this thing all these great ideas but like no if like I think you still can generate so much from a very loving place and a very like you know you don't need you know 10 depressive tweets in a row like you can do that that's mm-hmm. a thing you can do but like I don't think that you have to generate it from that area you can still generate those things from uh you, you know yeah from joy uh like yeah yeah who who would have thought that comedy (laughs) could come from joy (laughs) like why do (laughs) it's it's such an interesting concept (laughs) to kind of you know (laughs) like oh it it drives me crazy when i hear comedians talk like that because i'm Mm. just like man i bet like i bet your life would be so much better if yeah and that your comedy would probably be better Oh yeah, you you would probably find yourself writing more. You'd probably yeah. uh, book yourself out there. You'd probably talk to people. You'd probably you know you feel more community than you would feel alone, and that would definitely be something that huge would be. life improvement. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. If to any comedians listening <laughs> who are like, I don't want to get help because then I won't be funny. No. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Go talk to somebody. It Go is. Go talk great. to somebody. 
It is if you, great. It, yeah. If you have not tried therapy, therapy is fantastic. Do you go to therapy? Mm-hmm. Uh, not anymore. I, I had somebody. I didn't, I didn't like the people I had because uh, I went, I did some free stuff through uh, the hospital I used to live mm-hmm. near uh, in East York. So I had a, uh, a I don't know what the, his, his title exactly was, but it was more, those are more of the, to- the talking sessions. And then I had a, a psychologist, I guess, who just prescribed stuff. Mm-hmm. And the stuff with her, it was just like, fill out this sheet. And then she's like, okay, you may have this, this, and this. And it's like, very business. Yeah. It, fe- it felt very like there was, I don't know, there's nothing really brought up. And I was like, okay, this isn't really helping. Um, so I've been in search of finding a, a, a new person to talk to. I was talking to my cousin who works in, um, uh, in that field and she, she's, she's amazing. She's the one who's like, she helps me all the time. Like she'll just send like check in text messages like here and there. Like, mm-hmm. oh, how, how's it going? I'm like, oh, thank you so much. And we'll have these discussions. That's wonderful. Um, yeah. Actually, reminds me, I should text her back. I think I've been like two days of not responding to that. Text. She one of the <laughs> 207 unread text messages. Definitely. And the simple question <laughs> of, I was still, I remember the text message. It was, oh, where are you living? Cause I said, oh, you live near me now. And mm. I haven't responded. <laughs> two days. And I should just do it. I should just do it. Um, but she's great. She, uh, cause I'm, I'm in trying to find, um, just somebody to talk to. That's like, uh, one thing I want to find is like a person of color mm-hmm. to, uh, to speak to as far as, cause I never had that experience before, but a very limited experience as far as, um, uh, therapists and psychologists. So, um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to doing something like that. I know you can do some stuff over zoom. So I'm excited, ah, excited to, uh, to, to get into that, but it yeah. probably would have to be for like another like month or so, but I'm still mm-hmm. want to get Yeah. Into a that. lot of therapists are offering online sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, a few are even starting up in-person sessions, but are still offering them online if you are more comfortable that way or if that's what you prefer. I think um, they like the online. I think that'd be it's, fine with it. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. It, um, the, like I would say, sit in whatever room has the best internet connection that you have, because I mm. have found <laughs> that gets in the way a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, therapy resources. Uh, you can visit... Um, lowcosttherapytoronto.ca I want to say I'm going to write these down yeah lowcosttherapy Toronto if you just google that the website should come up Um, they'll show you a catalog of uh, therapists who work on a sliding scale Um, there is also bounce back Ontario which is a program in Ontario that will send you free CBT workbooks uh, which is a great thing and I believe that they also set you up with somebody over the phone to help you mm. work through the books. Yeah. I, did you, did you ever hear about better health? Yeah. Yeah. I, I signed up through them and they were like, maybe you should meet someone. And I was like, oh, snap. All right. You know, after I filled out that, that questionnaire, I was like, all right, all right. I get the, I get, I get the message. But um, yeah, oh, I, I signed up. There. I, sorry. I just remember the other one is um, hard feelings. Hard feelings. Hard feelings will also set you up with a sliding scale therapist. Yeah, let me check these out. Yeah, it's just so great to have somebody who's trained to listen Mm -hmm. to listen to you. Because it's just yeah, you feel it's it's yeah, it's just the the thought of just like vocalizing a lot of things, and then you go, huh? Yeah, why did I say it that way? It sounds oh, different out loud yeah. oh, than yeah, it did 100%. in your head. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. sometimes there'll be something that you're playing on repeat in your head that feels so true and 
so absolute and then you say it out loud and you're like oh i don't even believe that <laughs> yeah that that was like one of like the cbt techniques was like think of like a loved one saying these negative thoughts that you have mm-hmm. and like how does that feel and i'm like oh they would never say that like that doesn't make any sense and you go oh okay yeah i gotta right. be like kinder and gentler to myself you're right exactly yeah and it's just that simple thing of just like Boop, 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 and you go, oh, from a different yeah. perspective, all of a sudden this completely changes the context of what this is. And this is like, you mm-hmm. know. Have you ever done uh, morning pages before? Mm-hmm. What's that? Uh, so, uh, morning pages is an exercise from the book The Artist's Way. Uh, basically, the concept is that uh, first thing in the morning, every morning, you write three pages in a journal, um, just stream of consciousness. Mm. So, it's not like, necessarily like creative writing or journaling exactly it's more just dumping whatever is in your head onto the paper Mm. uh, as long as you're writing for three pages so you could just write i don't know what to write i don't know what to write i don't know what to write for three pages if you wanted to Um, but you just write whatever garbage is in your head onto the page and Mm. that was so helpful in such a similar way to the experience of saying things out loud in therapy mm-hmm. where like the book the artist way they make this point where they say like you can only write the same thing so many days in a row before you get sick of it and move on mm-hmm. so if you've got some kind of negative thought playing on in a loop and you're writing it down in your morning pages and you ca- you're able to catch like oh i've written that down like four days in a row like maybe I should pay attention to that or you look a little closer at it and you're like, do I really believe that about myself or is that just other stuff coming up here? And it's so lovely. Uh, It is at least mine are far more embarrassing than any journal that I have ever kept Uh, (laughs) far more personal. I would never ever want anybody to read them. Um, (laughs) But I put that out of my head when I'm writing them down and it really, really helps. I go on and off of using that, but it's a hugely helpful tool. Do you, do you practice with um, what's it called? psilocybin and like any type of? Uh... No, I haven't done like microdosing. Um, I have done mushrooms and loved it. Yeah. Um, and it definitely, what it was a very impactful experience. Like, mm-hmm. um, I I don't know. It's, it's everything that I'm about, you know, just like, oh, let's like crack me open and like look inside of myself and yeah, have that conversation <laughs> with yourself. Yeah, yeah, I I do that and I also like journal as I mm-hmm. do it. That was like a, a a fun thing that I did. I would get like fun musings, little ideas, and yeah, one yeah, one time when I did like like a little, I did probably too much, too many, too much mushroom, too much or too many, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the inappropriate amount of mushrooms, I feel. And I, I had had me a, a good old talk with myself, and even like the handwriting that was right, like it was written. This thing still got in the freaking room. Sorry, the fly- <laughs> flies back. <laughs> Curses. Um, uh, yeah, the ha- even the handwriting didn't look like recognizable, and the words were just like so. I was like, oh, this, is, mm-hmm. this isn't good. No, Mm-mm. but yeah, definitely had that conversation that I needed to have. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really enjoying watching you battle this fly. I will win. I will. I won't throw the first punch, but I will throw the last. I promise you this. <laughs> this is my promise to you. Um, <laughs> can I? Can I tell you uh, some <laughs> something uh, funny that also makes me sound like a dirtbag? Yes. Yep. So, 
uh, I lived in this house in university with a bunch of boys. And uh, it, it was like, this place was a bit dilapidated. Like, a, a, a strong wind could have blown this house over. It was not the best house, but it was super, super cheap. And I lived there with this wonderful group of friends. Um, but they were, like, maybe uh, maybe not the best about, like, picking up after themselves and stuff. And so we got a pretty bad moth problem for a while where we just had so many moths in the house. And uh, so we started playing this game where we would like catch a moth with our hand. So like a moth would go by our face and we would catch it in our hand, but not crush it, just hold it in our hand and walk up to another housemate and moth attack them by releasing (laughs) the moth from our hand into their face. I would scream so loud. I would panic i would fall to the floor i am like i one day wish to not be afraid of moths i am any it doesn't fly with purpose it's just like (laughs) goes everywhere it wants to yeah what are you you're not a butterfly you're not a regular fly you're just you're just confused it's not the moon my face isn't the moon get out of here and and you eat holes in people's clothing i feel like that might be propaganda is it true no that's true oh they do do that they do that. Yeah, that's why they deserve to be caught out of the air and then released into somebody's face. I, I agree. <laughs> I'm also afraid of butterflies, too. I'm not going to lie. It doesn't really? matter if it's, yeah. If butterflies fly, like, as a kid, I remember, like, they would have, like, monarch butterflies. Like, you can catch them. Like, it's mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> so uh, walking through one of those, like, butterfly conservatories would be your actual nightmare then? Uh, if it got close to me, yeah. Well, there would be got... so many, and they come and they land on you. <laughs> oh, no. They land on you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, that's okay. I'll look at it through pictures. Is it is it all flying things or only Ev- things with that shape of, <laughs> of every wing? everything that flies that is a bug, any like yeah, all bugs, crabs, lobsters, everything. I just they're unnatural and I think it's us or them and we need to realize that and take the first action. That's what I believe. <laughs> I love that you included crabs and lobsters. Yeah, they're part the of it. Insects of the sea. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're they're all over. They've been they've infested this entire planet, land and sea, sky. Nothing is pure. <laughs> we must cleanse this world of them. So afraid. I am so. I am like. And as a kid, like my mom would be like, "Come kill this spider." I'm like, mm, no. When my mom would have to kill him, I'd be like, no. It was the opposite in my house. I was the spider killer. Your spider killer? Yeah. Well, yeah, you can catch moths, man. I I'm catching I moths out of the air. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm did, you, did, you touch, did you touch worms as a kid? Yes, I did. Yeah. yeah. I used to, I used to, I was so fascinated by the kids who can do that. And I'd be like, ah, what yeah. is going on? I would totally pick up worms and snakes. There were snakes. Ooh. Yeah. Not like, snake. not dangerous snakes. Yeah. But like garter snakes and stuff out in the forest behind my house. And I would, I would catch those too. Yeah, I catch frogs, which is like the one thing. But I'd still be like a little scared of them. But I still understood their pattern, where they were going. <laughs> you jump off, you jump away. Like you got to be They're a little hand. more predictable. Yeah, they're not biting you. Yep. You don't have to worry about any sharp talons or, you know, anything like that. You're just, it's good old-fashioned bullfrog. <laughs> not like those lobsters. Those sons <laughs> of bitches. <laughs> they're little pincers. Think they're better than me? <laughs> they're not. I'll tell you that. 
this just became a, a ranting podcast of me. This is <laughs> like, great. This is great. This is what this show is. Sometimes we're talking about anxiety and therapy, and sometimes we're talking about how crabs and lobsters are the insects of the sea. Yeah. <laughs> they eat their bug goop, and that's more expensive and fancy somehow. But it's bug meat. It's all <laughs> bug meat. Um. Okay. Let's try. Let's try and steer back. No, I can't stop thinking about lobsters now. <laughs> I, here's the thing. I think shrimp, to be honest, if we're talking about like yep. consistency level, shrimp better than lobster. Just gonna put that out there. What? Yeah. No. I think so. A shrimp yeah. cocktail? A jumbo shrimp cocktail versus like a bad oh lobster. Right? No, this is it, this is nonsense. It's, contra- it's controversy. It's controversy. If, if anything is an insect of the sea, it's, it's yeah. most certainly the shrimp. Oh, shrimp is for sure, but I'll eat a shrimp though. I love, Daddy likes shrimp. <laughs> Something about that cocktail sauce and when it hits that shrimp, it's just like, okay, well, what's better than this, right? Like nothing. Ellen, you're full of wild inconsistencies. <laughs> I am human. This is who I am. <laughs> also, I'm allergic to shrimp and I still eat it. So it's just like, <laughs> tell me, tell me I can't do this. I'll do it. Uh, you put I'm proud of you for, for living life on the edge. You know, without an EpiPen, just out there. Mm-hmm. Just, just you know, proving my allergies wrong with every meal. <laughs> You're a maverick. Yeah. Yep. A maverick with a closed windpipe, you know. <laughs> mm. yeah. Okay, we're getting back on topic. Yes. Yeah, we're moving away from sea animals. Mm. Sea bugs. And sea bugs. Um, what are what are you doing right now? Working on in yourself? What are you focusing on? Is there anything that's getting in your way right now that you're trying to get out of the way? What's that? Uh, I got um, I got a job. It's coming September. That's great. I'm a little nervous about. It. That's where all like most of those emails are coming from. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been fighting a lot of um, imposter syndrome for like the past like a year and a bit, mm-hmm. and I'm battling it again. I was listening to something and they're talking about like, well, when does imposter syndrome kind of end? And it's like it doesn't. It's like new level, new devil. Yeah. So that is uh, the next level of uh, this this devil that I have to kind of uh, kind of mentally deal with. But um, yeah, I'm just trying to reassure myself that I I, I have it. I'm, I'm I'm good for it. I wasn't you know picked by accident, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, hope and I, I do I do a good job. So that's uh, what I've been kind of just 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 chilling at home, just dealing with that. Yeah. Yeah, I think imposter syndrome is a big thing. Um, mm. And it, it's a really hard thing to work through. Yeah. It, it's, it strips me of just like kind of enjoying things. Yeah. And like kind of, I don't know. Because it's like everything's an interview. Right? Yeah. Like, every, like everything, you never have the job. You're just yeah. always at a job interview. Mm-hmm. And trying to prove yourself over and over and over again. Uh, when it's not necessary, when you've already proven yourself, that's how you ended up there in the first place. <laughs> yeah, right. That's yeah. the kind of thing I kind of always have to just keep reminding myself. Like, it was an accident. It was an accident. It was a, mm-hmm. cho- a decision. You had to do this, did this, this. So you're fine. That is everything. So yeah. What do you What do you do when the those thoughts come up? Do you think that something incorporating something like the mindfulness exercise you did this week might be helpful? Yeah, I, I think I found myself kind of doing that, like because everything was all tied within that, and mm-hmm. you know, I was just like, oh man, like 
I didn't send a professional email. Like they, they know they can, they can, they can smell that I'm an, a, a rank amateur and that's the thing. So I'll just kind of like, no, you just write an email, write an email, you're responding to it. That's fine. Um, but for the most part, like, like for the past like year, I've been like, I don't know. I think, I don't know. I'm just trying to enjoy it. Uh, luckily I just have just like the nicest people to work with and yeah. I've just been, they've, they've dispelled any of those kind of uh, thoughts that I've ever vocalized or, you know, felt. And mm-hmm. so it, it's that, important to keep those kind of people around mm-hmm. people I, who I remind def- you like, no, you definitely belong here. Yeah. It's, it's oof. like, even like when we've been like all like drinking and I'm like, I, I don't want and they're just like, mm-hmm. no, 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 Oh, sweet. Like even the lowest moments, they're still just like, you got this. And it's just like, yeah, it's just reassuring to have that kind of energy around you. Yeah. Oh man, can you imagine how great life would be if you could pump yourself up in your head? <laughs> mm, oh my goodness, I would be, right? I don't know, part of NASA? I don't That's know. Next. <laughs> That's next. <laughs> that is the next step. That is yeah. definitely the next step. That's the next thing, is that the voice inside of Alan's head starts telling you how good you are and how much you deserve to be there yeah. and how valued you are by the people that you work with. See, and that's the thing that, so that voice will come around, like, on my, like, my manic days of when I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, you are, like, let's do a video, let's do a video, you got it, trust me, it's a good video, it's a good, good idea, and, like, I'll do something, I'm like, oh, blah, 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 I'll do it, and then by, like, 6 p.m., I'm just like, okay, well, you put yourself out there, I don't know if that's the greatest idea, like, was that, was that, was like, was that good, was it, like, you know, and kind of, I find myself kind of doing those, like, mm-hmm very wavy up and down but i definitely can sense it in the morning like when i'm like okay like yes we're a star and then but those are few and far between i find i think of it like um i use the analogy a lot of that every voice in your head every thing about you is like trying to serve you like everything's trying to help yeah uh even your anxiety even the negative voice like all of those are trying to serve a purpose right like a negative voice is trying to protect you trying to uh save you from embarrassment trying to like keep you alert to what's up ahead um so i use the analogy of like my body is an office building and these are all different people who work at this office yeah um so when you have that kind of shift between the like in the morning you're like manic and super inspired and creative and like believing in yourself. And then mm-hmm. later it's like, there was a shift change and <laughs> yeah. like that guy went home for the day. And then this other guy comes in yeah. who's like, Whoa, I don't know about that. What did you do while I was gone? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Every day. You gotta fix the seat, you know. I was coming in to clean up your mess. <laughs> yeah. Just taking out the trash. Like, oh my yeah. gosh, what did what did we do? Is going through our budget right? in the one whole day. It's important to remind yourself though that like all of those all of those people who work at this office building, they're all trying to do a good job. Mm-hmm. And like even that voice that's cutting you down and being like, Oh, you should take that down. I don't know, I don't know about that. Um, even that voice is trying to do something good for you. It's just like, you got to send him home early. Yeah. You're going to be like, thank you for your input. Thank you. Thank you so much. You can go home now. Go. Yeah. You can. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like really appreciate your thoughts though. Uh, (laughs) Great job. Great job. Great Great job. job. Great job. Undeniable, but you gotta. Yeah. Maybe use some of your vacation time, you know? Yeah. 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 I think it's past five. Oh, well, I'm very happy that you've gotten a new job. 
um, and that you're working through the feelings of not good enough because man they're hard to get through uh thick like mud yeah yeah and it's uh, a little bits at a time yeah definitely been kind of like yeah today and this is what we're doing don't worry about you know the the ticking clock that's that's definitely there but like just focus on today a hundred percent yeah and uh, just this is all that i'm doing (laughs) this is is it this is it this is all that's happening nobody is coming to get me nobody is dragging me off of the stage with a big giant cane (laughs) Uh, (laughs) can you imagine if it does right (laughs) that would be the worst (laughs) yeah everything is fine and we are only here no Mm -hmm. i'm on a podcast i am on a podcast yep you are on a podcast Mm -hmm. That's all. I think uh, that self-soothing skill is something that I've had to work on very purposefully. Like that's not something that comes naturally to me. Mm-hmm. When you're upset, do you know what you want or like what will make you feel better? Because sometimes I truly don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I think it's a little bit of avoidance again where I'm mm-hmm. just like, okay, well, I'm going to watch and another movie or another tv show go on youtube and smoke weed play video games and just yeah. do something where my mind is is centered on that and i'm not really letting uh whatever it else is kind of creep in you know mm-hmm. especially when i play video games while watching a video and then i'm like there's no way that thought's right? coming in. there's just just too much going on through a stimulant you know i call that disappearing mm. Yeah, it definitely will disappear, and I'm like, I, and I'll hide it under the the, the the guise of like, oh, I'm streaming, so I'm like, I'm making content, mm-hmm. making content right now. So, I'm at work. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing hard defense, playing NBA 2K20, so I have to focus, and that's mm-hmm. one thing I need to do, because you know. But yeah, it's definitely something I do. Like two years ago, um, I was going through a really hard time and was trying to pay more attention to that kind of thing. I was like, I'm going to learn how to take better care of myself. Mm. And uh, one of the things that I would do is like, I'd be feeling something unpleasant and I would just make myself just stay in the unpleasant feeling, Mm. um, which was really uncomfortable. Uh, But like, I'd feel some kind of emotion, like, I don't know, sadness or anger or um, stress, anxiety. And I would be like, okay, we're, I name it. They say to do that. So I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm feeling anxiety right now. Um, and then not let myself do any of the disappearing. Cause I'm that person too. I, I'm like, I'll just do, watch a television show for six hours in a row. Um, and that way I won't think about anything. Like just block it out with other stuff. Uh, so I'd just be like, okay, what are we feeling? All right. Just let, I guess we're feeling this for a bit. <laughs> And I just like sit there and not let myself do anything else and just be in the feeling for a little bit. Um, and that was a real learning experience. Yeah. It didn't teach me what would make me feel better, but it taught me to be able to recognize what I was feeling and let my brain know like, oh yeah, if you just like let yourself feel something for a bit, it kind of peters out and then and then you're fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. You just kind of... Yeah. Whereas I, the disappearing only presses a pause button. And then once whatever I'm using to yeah. disappear is done, then it's right Ooh. back. Yeah. Just as strong as it was before. 
see with like the the like um sorry um the shrooms like the shrooms i've had a couple like shrooms during this this pandemic and it was yeah that was just like that was it i every conversation that i like i needed to have in the thought process i was i was going through i just like sat there with it and then i just i had it and then yeah one one day during it i i shouldn't have done it like i was already high and i, I had those conversations i like i had a little, little tear going i was like oh that was good that was a good one i was like you know what let's watch a little bit more tv while we you know hang out eat more shrooms and i ate more shrooms and then i was like i had sort of negative thoughts and i was like oh wait a minute i, I don't want this to be any longer and then that's when i had another conversation I'm like well, why do you keep doing drugs alan why do you do drugs like you don't need to do extra drugs you can just do the amount of drugs that you originally did like you don't yep. need to. i was like oh no and then i was like all right ultimately that was a good conversation to kind of have where it's like you don't need to like one-up yourself you can just absolutely just do the thing and you don't have to escape necessarily because you're not going to escape because you're still there and that was mm -hmm. definitely a, a five-hour journey of that conversation while i watched midnight Ex midnight gospel there you go oh excellent choice yeah excellent choice yeah i think it's uh if you're a disappearing person it's really difficult to do something just until it's fun and then stop mm -hmm. whether that's like drinking drugs television movies internet whatever phone yeah. uh yeah to do it just until it's fun and then it's, and then wrap it up yeah just uh, yeah the like floor? binging of things mm -hmm. is really really hard not to do but it's just like that. <laughs> It'd be like that. It'd be like that. It'd be like that. I don't have a, I don't have a, a real point there. It's just like, yeah, um, try to do things just till they're fun. Um, but uh, yeah, it can be a hard thing to do, especially yeah. if you're somebody who likes to quiet voices by piling stuff on. Mm -hmm. But I think it's good that you got to have that period before that where you got to have some good talks with yourself. Yeah. I find like to go back to talking about weed, I find that uh, it has a real noticeable impact on my self-talk. Mm. Very noticeable. Only if I'm alone. Yeah. For the better or for, for worse? For the better. But only mm. when I'm alone. Mm -hmm. Not if I'm around other people. Just yeah. if it's just me. Um, it dials up the positivity like a million fold. Uh, where I get to have like these really nice chats with myself. Like listeners of this podcast will know the gushing compliments that I give on this show. <laughs> and uh, I try to give those to myself and not make and not uh, judge myself while I'm doing it. Yeah. Um, instead of it's like the flags that would normally get raised. Like, oh, you're like, that's arrogant to think to think a nice thing about yourself or like, oh, I've got this contradictory evidence to this thing that you said about yourself <laughs> that was nice. Uh, it's whatever's controlling that just kind of quiets a little bit. And I just get to cycle through these things of like, you did this thing today and that was really nice. And like, you did a good job at your job today and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like just going through positive stuff. I, I definitely think that's uh, the, yeah, the, the, the same kind of like, um, just allowing yourself to enjoy the things and the accomplishments and like the nice things and your happy yeah. moments. It's like, yeah, I, I, I definitely feel that, especially with like edibles too, I find where I'm just like, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And you're just like, you know, and all the fun thoughts kind of race to the front. That's yeah. A, yeah. I think like the real goal is to try and cultivate that all of the time to mm. learn how to adjust the volume and 
figure out how to dial up the positivity and dial down the negativity a bit mm. um, in a more like permanent all the time sense. Um, but when you get a little taste of that, you get hungry for it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> more and more. <laughs> We're getting sort of close to the end of our time. Um, but we've got maybe 10 minutes left. Uh, any, any thoughts? Anything that came up for you this week? Any thoughts about anything self-care related? in general at all um actually i did um i found this random uh, instagram account which is like a check-in account so they'll post like random things it's like hey did you like it's like self-care stuff like did you brush your teeth um are there plates in your room you want to pick them up and take them out oh i love and, that yeah so i uh I What's randomly this account? Found, um i don't know what it's called look it up but, right now yeah let's see one of my recent follows for sure. There are a few good ones. I think that's one way to adjust those uh, dials of <laughs> the volume controls mm -hmm. a little bit is to edit what you're looking at in your social media, like follow things that make you feel good and accounts that check in on you about like, do you have a lot of water cups hanging around right now? Like maybe you want to bring <laughs> those to the sink? Uh <laughs> yeah because sometimes i'm like i get to the point where i'm like oh someone's coming over and then i'm like ah! yeah and i take them all and, and you're like why load. do i even own this many cups <laughs> it's just me <laughs> yeah it's called a daily room dot inspection daily room dot inspection so it always posts like a thing to do and then they have a meme related to it for some reason i don't look at the meme but i'm enjoying just the inspection like I time of the day, brush your teeth, wash your face. This one was like, do you have any cups in place in your room? Take a moment to take them to the kitchen. And I'm just like, yeah. Thank Check you for that. Yeah, this is great. Like this one's great. Check to see if you have any free trials so you can cancel them and not lose any money. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Quit right? me. I was taking money out of my account. Right? <laughs> yeah, I paid for two months of that piece of crap. I have a friend who sponsored a child in another country for two years because he kept forgetting to cancel it. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay, yeah, out, out of the account again every month, yeah. Yeah, it was, he got, he, he's a very nice person and he got cornered by somebody with a clipboard and he yeah, felt too bad to say no and, and he thought he'd just do it for a couple months and then he forgot about it and then two <laughs> years later he was like, oh my God, I've raised a child. <laughs> I was, I was really like, what if it was like 20 years? I'm like, oh wow. <laughs> That's an adult now. <laughs> Just helping him pay bills. When it gets made into um, an episode of a television show, it certainly will turn yeah. out that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it was like George Costanza, he's like, I want that money back. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> Follows him, meets him somewhere. You owe me money, sir. Oh, man. I am so happy to get to have this conversation with you. It's yeah, so this... nice to see you. Yes, we, it was. We end each episode by me giving the guest a genuine compliment. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> thank you i take it by your mm, that maybe you are a little uncomfortable receiving compliments <laughs> i i i can i can take them with the best yep yep <laughs> you're just gonna take this one um <laughs> if you're prone to being uncomfortable while receiving compliments then i will tell you that you are not allowed to contradict anything that i say um you are even in your head um, and you're just gonna listen and you're not gonna give me a rebuttal 
<laughs> You're just going to enjoy it and say thank you. Okay. That sound like a deal? Yes. All right. Um, Man, I just think you're such a cool guy. Like, uh, I think, first of all, you're so funny. Like, really gifted. You're one of those performers where it's like, it's very clear that you were not meant to be anything else because you are a really perfect fit in exactly what you are. Um, You're insanely likable. Um, And I think that's just because of the energy that you give off. Like, uh, you can tell really just in like a first interaction with you or even as an audience member watching you on stage, you can tell that like you're a kind person and uh, you have a good heart. And uh, I'm always happy when we end up on a show together. We don't get to see each other very often. And like, I know that we don't like hang out and stuff, but it, I am quietly very delighted whenever I find out that you're on a show that I'm on uh, because it's just so nice to be in a room with you. And uh, you change the the energy of that show uh to something different also you just crush it every time you just always crush it um i've i've only seen you not crush it once and it was on a show where literally no one did uh, <laughs> 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 it was like i don't like to blame the audience but like it was definitely the audience <laughs> <laughs> but i think i just think that you're really special and incredible and uh i know that the imposter syndrome thing is real and i just hope that you know that you really do belong and that you get amazing things and people want to scoop you up because you're super talented and also a fun and nice person to work with so why wouldn't they want you on their team (laughs) and that is my compliment for you thank you so much (laughs) you're so welcome i mean every word You're a super cool guy. And I've like I've been wanting to have you on this podcast since almost we had just started. I think yeah. the I think the first time I asked you was maybe three episodes in. Yeah. Um, and we've been running this about a year. And I, I think about you all the time and I know that it can be overwhelming and that the avoidance coping thing mm-hmm. is is real. And so I've never I've not wanted to overwhelm you. And I'm glad that I could catch you at a time when you have the space to be able to do the show because I've been dying to have you on forever. Thank you so, so much. This has been so so much fun. Yeah, this was a a really great conversation. And honestly, thank you for that, that, uh, that practice because that came into handy so much this week. And yeah. I'm so glad. (laughs) Oh, and hey, listeners, go be nice to yourself. And remember that love is everywhere. <laughs>